Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Hey there, witches. It's Leah Knauer. And Rachel LaForest. And we have a crazy good episode today with Kelly Tennant, who's the host of Ceremony Wellness yes. podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And she's such a joy. Yes. Um, we have a crazy card pull that like I'm still in shock Insane. over. I goosebumps still. Um, yeah. yeah, Kelly started out in the sports broadcasting world. So some of you might recognize her from that. She transitioned into the spiritual world and is on this amazing journey. She shares really openly with us about plant medicine mm-hmm. and um, uh, sort of breakdown to breakthrough. So yeah. it's a journey. And speaking enjoy. of plants, yes. uh, we are recently partnered with Petal Fox, who they send weekly bouquets as a form of self-care. And they sent us one. And it was so beautiful. It was a sunflower like ocean bringing in abundance. And yeah, yes. it was gorgeous. I just love having flowers around the house because it, it it's so beautiful. And yeah. Like, and it's really cool because they're sort of pioneering this like text way of doing things so mm-hmm. all you do is text them mm-hmm. and decide if you want that week's flowers or not you don't have mm-hmm. to like have another app or mm-hmm. have another login or and anything it's, and it's not a bot you're texting yeah, a real person. person run by all women of yeah. course we would partner yes. with them like yes <laughs> yeah um, so, so be sure to check them out if that's something that you're interested in um, and you know the deal follow us on Instagram at basicwitchespod at Leah Knauer and at Rachel LaForest um, while you're there there's a link on our Basic Witches Pod page for our Patreon, where you can join and get readings from us, Skype calls, um, personalized art, you name it. Um, and lastly, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us a lot. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Happy day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And then it's so crazy because for the first time ever this morning, I involved this, I involved like a crystal in my masturbation oh, that's self-love that's yeah. new i like that how yeah. did you involve a crystal yeah. after i came gloriously which <laughs> is not required but um i did happen to orgasm after i did i i like held the crystal and thought about my ambitions awesome. so like sex magic okay yeah. i was envisioning you rubbing the crystal against no, your clit I would, I, <laughs> yeah that, no, that looks like a painful crystal to rub on your <laughs> clit like just scratch though they like do make micro tears dildos they do yeah crystal, yes yeah. they're polished though yeah <laughs> speaking of sex toys yeah. i have to tell you guys about this thing because it's like the best thing ever please have you heard of a womanizer no well oh. yeah I've dated many but yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god this thing so my boyfriend connor he's friends with these girls who have a podcast called shameless sex and cool. one of them owns a sex shop Dope. and they're all about like sex that such wow sex education okay. and just empowering women right so they're they're incredible women but they kept talking about this womanizer and he was like babe i really think you should get this because <sighs> you know when you use a vibrator it makes your clit like kind of mm. weird and yeah. like numbs it out yeah. and so Extra stimulation i was like fine i'll try this thing you guys it like oh <gasps> this is a sucker <gasps> i've heard about this your clit yes. <laughs> I can't stop using it. Oh my god, maybe five times this week. I'm like, babe. So this afternoon, I was using my womanizer. He's like, do you even need me anymore? Like, why am I here? Like, I think I'm good. (laughs) It's so good. Oh my god, is it like battery operated then? Yes. Yeah. And this is not an ad. I just want everyone to know. It's so good. Wow. Something that I did in the retreat with Kristen was like we did a sabbatical from vibrators and porn. Nice. And we were working on resensitizing to our own touch. Mm. So like we can become overstimulated with those things. Totally. And I've been enjoying not using them, but um, 
do, would you say that one's like very extra stimulating or like no. does it vibrate as well or it feels like it's vibrating but mm. it's more of like suction okay yeah it's really interesting I don't feel like we I have used it in the middle of the day and then we've had sex that night yeah and mm-hmm. I've I've never been able to come just from sex so it's like all manual yeah. stimulation mm-hmm. yeah. so for me before if I'd use a vibrator I wouldn't be able to come like yeah because you from like that for a few days yeah right. but I'm able to let that okay. night so wow. it's not changing anything cool. in terms cool. of sensation yeah. does something go inside of you or is nope. it just the clit okay just just the clit. cool mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully we'll be sponsored by them soon. Yeah, you guys need <laughs> to get them. Yeah. I know, it's like my mission in life. I'm like, just yeah. send me all the things. Oh, yeah. well, speaking of your mission in life, because oh, yeah. we were looking at your Instagram, and yeah. it, what, is, what is your mission? It was so eloquently written. It was, a well, the mission of the pod. There. Yeah, the pod and kind of just Elevating everything I do. Elevating women's lives. Yeah, and so, uh, just helping women heal and grow mm-hmm. and elevate their lives, um, mm-hmm. which since I started the show almost a year ago, mm. um, it's just changed a lot and evolved. Yeah. I'm sure you guys feel that too. Yeah. Like as your as your own personality and life evolves, mm-hmm. your show changes. Yeah. Yep. And I wasn't as spiritual or open sexually as I am now. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I would have never said this on a show yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Well, you know what's so fucking important about that, you guys, is that it's our voices, like our mm-hmm. throat chakra, women's voices. That's, I think, like the the catalyst to this revolution that we're in yeah and how that's intimately connected with our wombs Mm -hmm. so like the second chakra and throat chakra are i think it's the fifth are Mm. um the only two that harmonize like they have there's a sound for every chakra Mm. and like like those glass bowls those are the only two that harmonize Mm. the anatomy is literally related the vocal cords and the cervix are the same shape Mm -hmm. the vaginal canal and the throat are the same cartilage like Whoa. Our voices are so fucking important, and we've been silenced for so yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, And we also yeah. started our show about a year ago. Yeah, coming up on a year. Love yeah, that. yeah. So like, yeah. we're all in that. Totally. <laughs> well, and I learned that going back to Kristen. So I did my first ever ayahuasca retreat yeah. with them, and I, during that experience, she was so important for mm-hmm. me. But one of the things that I learned, I can't remember what night it was. It was three nights, but I learned that. I had to regain power of my voice in order to reclaim my -hmm. power as a person. Mm -hmm. And then the connection with the sexuality piece. And it all just sort of like came together. And in that ceremony, I became like a lioness and I was like roaring. (gasps) And it was finding my voice again. I was like, holy shit. And then in the last um, retreat I did, it was Connor's retreat. It's called the Realness Retreat in Mm. Costa Rica. It was all about tapping into my sexuality and it was like your sexuality is your gateway like mm-hmm. it is the answer to everything mm-hmm. you want like you have to embrace it embody it yes be it. Yeah. all it's the a things part of talk you. about it yeah yep. and for so long I was so scared to be yeah. like I like sex yeah <laughs> yeah now I'm like oh, I love sex. I know yes so yeah. it's just interesting I love that you're saying that how connected it is because yeah. that's mm-hmm. how I feel like my whole life has transformed because I've tapped into both of those things well, like exactly. within Sexu- two months of each sexuality other. is desire and passion and pleasure and mm-hmm. what's wrong with those three things right. you know like yeah. why were we ashamed of those things for so long mm-hmm. right it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah I was talking to the guy that I'm seeing about sex and like women and female empowerment and he was like yeah why does it why was it always portrayed that women didn't like sex or why did people think that and I was explaining to him and it got like emotional too about how well women we were back then we were property and we were raped and it was made uh sex was for the male and not for us and the more that we speak up about it which is why I was saying to him like why I'm so proud that I talk about sexuality without any shame because it's like no women do like sex we're Mm -hmm. allowed to we always 
but now we're given yeah. the opportunity to enjoy it because mm-hmm. it's more about us and like partnership. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just about making babies. Right. Like, no. For so yeah. long, it was like, it was a financial situation to mm. be with a man mm-hmm. and you were there to procreate. And mm-hmm. that was it. It wasn't about love mm-hmm. and like building this life and having great sex. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. it's like so different. And this mm-hmm. revolution of women being like, hold the fuck up. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I don't want to just have sex to have your baby. Right. Like, yeah. Let's talk about this. Oh, and I can like sit on top of you and rub my <laughs> clit and like yes. have an orgasm. And like yes. Connor, my boyfriend, he said to me that a few months ago, which changed my life. He was like, I need you to, or you need to take control of your orgasms. Mm. And I was like, first offended. I'm like, fuck mm. you. Like mm. you take control of my orgasm. And I was like, wait a second. What if I did? Like, yeah. what if I took control? What if I was on top and I was mm-hmm. comfortable and I was playful and I was in it yeah. and like really feeling myself and feeling yeah. sexy and, you know, self-pleasuring and masturbating during the yeah. week? And like, mm-hmm. what if I was having that experience and not relying on you mm-hmm. to make or break it? Yeah. Like, so different. It's so different. I mean, it's all tied together mm-hmm. because, like, the more you get in tune with your own touch and mm-hmm. knowing what you like and want, mm-hmm. and then you get less ashamed with t- communicating what you want yes. to them. Like, I used to just want them to do it for me like you're right. saying and like but I wasn't telling them how because I didn't know how right yes. I never had the privacy to even figure that out yeah. before like yeah. oh so crazy yeah. Yeah. Connor and I were saying um a couple of nights ago I was like you know what I want to do I want to have a night where we just we're only allowed to do what the other person tells us to do oh that's, oh, that's fun and I was like huh, yes. this will be interesting because I've never done that before <laughs> it's really like yeah. you're not only learning yourself but like you're teaching someone else at the same time yeah I, like, I want to be super in tune with how you like to be touched mm-hmm. and stroked and like how fast how slow whatever mm-hmm. and we don't do that because you get into it and then you're just in it mm-hmm. yeah it's like what if we take all that off the table and we just like listen to the other person and get comfortable saying like hey touch me here or mm-hmm. move up or yeah. whatever I've never done that that's before. a huge Love thing that. to get yeah. comfortable with yeah. that yeah like most people I think don't mm-hmm. or they feel bad asking for what they want yeah. you know yeah. it all like it all starts so so deep yeah. like this yeah. stuff with sexuality and the voice again yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think that's Kristen's uh you guys know Kristen she was on the show Kristen Appenrod um a sensual healer and medicine guide mm-hmm. um amazing woman goddess <laughs> she that's like her whole mission mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful like yeah. to be in her pathway at all like yes. yeah oh i agree yeah. yeah and watching yeah. her dance and sing uh-huh. and like i was like i just want to be you like, yeah oh, she's please. <laughs> I yeah. want to go on one of these trips so bad. Oh, yeah, you have so to. Can you tell us more? Because I think you can speak to it more than she was able yes. to, actually. Yeah, for sure. So I, um, do you guys know Jordan Younger? Mm-hmm. No. So um, she hosts a podcast, The Balanced Blonde, um, chronic illness, mm-hmm. like Lyme disease, um, very spiritual. Um, and she has, she's one of my dearest friends and she's really been my gateway into this world of plant medicine cool. and spirituality. And she was telling me about Dennis and Kristen and she was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do this retreat. And initially we were supposed to go together, didn't get to. So she got to go be my guinea pig and was like, it is absurd. You have no idea. Like, can't wait. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm in. So I went and it's three days and you do ayahuasca three nights in a row and it's in Santa Cruz in the mountains and it's so beautiful. You stay in yurts and you have this giant ceremony room and It's incredible. But the whole thing about doing plant medicine like that is really surrendering to what's meant for you to be seen. Mm -hmm. And everyone's experience is different. So it doesn't even matter what my experience was. But what I will say Mm -hmm. is that I came out of there a different person. Wow. Whoa. I trusted myself. Mm. I 
realize that I could let go of stories that I had either mm. created or been told my whole life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, I give this as an example because I think this is a really a powerful, powerful thing that a lot of us experience. Mm-hmm. So I had a really traumatic birth. My mom and oh. I both almost died. Whoa. Like uh, emergency C-section. She had staph infection. Oh. It was really bad. Oh my gosh. I knew all of this my whole life. Yeah. But I didn't know a lot of the other details. Mm. So I was in the ceremony and my mom and I have sometimes had a strained relationship and there's a lot of codependency and a lot of me feeling like I need to prove my worth and my value mm. to her and like feel wanted. Mm. And I could never understand what that was because yeah. I love her. She's amazing. But yeah. it was always like this thing and this tension. And so I went through ceremony and it was like this powerful feeling of forgiving her Mm. for something that she didn't even do. And Mm. this like working through my worth and my value in that situation. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this doesn't even make sense. I don't understand what happened. So I called her on my way home from Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so can you explain to me my birth? <laughs> She's like, oh, dog. Oh. Here goes my daughter again. <laughs> yeah. And she tells me. Did she me, know you were coming from an ayahuasca she trip? She did, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay. luckily my parents are super supportive. Though okay. they come from like conservative backgrounds, they're okay. like fully embrace That's who I awesome. am. Yeah. I love them. I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, but she said that <laughs> the right after I was born, they took me away from her and put mm. me in an incubator for three days. And no mm. one touched me, including mm. her. Mm. And then after that, they brought me back and they asked her to breastfeed me and she wouldn't breastfeed me because she was on morphine Mm. and they kept telling her it's fine it'll be diluted by the time it gets to the baby and she was like absolutely not I'm not putting morphine in my child so she was rejecting me I put air quotes for like two weeks I wasn't breastfed I wasn't really held and I was like by myself so my whole life I've been trying to prove to my mom that I'm worthy of her love wow what the hell when in reality (laughs) she was protecting me but I had this energetic story created that Mm -hmm. I wasn't wanted wow Wow. holy crap our relationship is totally different now Cause that's, I'm like, amazing. that's amazing. Oh, you loved me. Yeah. Like, I don't need to prove that I'm worthy yeah. of you. So you didn't know the morphine part until recently? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Whoa. Or even that I had been taken away from her. Yeah. I just figured like, oh, like she didn't die. She came out of it and it was fine. Yeah. It's like, no, you were not with her at all. Wow. So was yeah. like, how much of that was from the ayahuasca, like, I guess being, I don't even know what you call it in the medicine or like it was totally yeah Uh, yeah like sitting with the medicine being in the medicine yeah you Mm -hmm. can say it however um I think a lot of it was because what it does is it sort of breaks barriers for you Mm -hmm. and everyone has a different experience of whether you have visions or you like relive things like a lot of people will like relive their birth like they feel themselves coming through the canal and like entering the world or is it hallucinating are you seeing these things yeah okay um and it feels very real um, and it can be really painful. Like I have had the scariest nights of my life doing ayahuasca mm. thinking I'm going to die. Like a feeling like my heart's going to beat out of my chest. And mm. Kristen, I like ended up calling her over in one of the ceremonies because yeah. I was pretty close to her and I just looked at her and I was like, Kristen, <laughs> and she comes over and she holds me. Oh. She talks me through this whole yeah. thing. And like, that's when I found my breath and that's mm. when I found my voice and I was like the lioness and it was this whole thing. Oh. But it was like, I was in hell and I saw the devil's eyes Holy. And, he was looking oh. at me and I was like, oh my God. But I realized that my way out of hell and that I had created in my life yeah. in real life yeah. was to use my breath and my voice. Wow. I breathed. I used my voice. I got mm-hmm. myself out of hell. It was like I was sucked mm-hmm. out of this experience. Amazing. Um, and so a lot of people call it like a psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, because you do have visions and like mm-hmm. hallucinate. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it that, though, because I really feel like it's medicine. So I never yeah. want people to feel like it's 
it's something that you use to play. Yeah, no, it's and not. also like I feel like you should absolutely have a guide. Yeah, and I mean, oh, I wouldn't yeah. touch that without. Well, and that's the other thing I learned that I think is really important. Everyone's talking about ayahuasca right now mm. and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone is calling it mushrooms, it probably means they're not using it in the right way. Mm. If they call it psilocybin, mm. then it's being used in a medicinal oh, way, which I'm starting to learn. Mm. Um, and ayahuasca, a lot of people call themselves shamans. Mm-hmm. Be wary of people that call themselves shamans. Like yeah. Kristen's husband, Dennis, yeah. told us this during ceremony. Yeah. He was like, or maybe he didn't tell us this during ceremony. I don't remember. He said at some yeah. point, um, I've met one shaman in my whole life. Mm. And he was like this hundred year old man. He's like, I looked at him and I knew he was a shaman. Anyone else that calls themselves a shaman, like be very careful mm. because everyone wants to act like oh, I'm a healer and I'm your guru. And like, let me yeah. fix mm-hmm. you. That's not what it is. Mm, and they're, yeah. they would, Kristen and Dennis and the people we work with at Saltara in Costa Rica would never say that they are healers or shamans. Yeah. Kristen mm. doesn't even say she's a sensual healer. Exactly. I just say that as like a quick reminder, yeah. but yeah. she doesn't even say and that. And so yeah. it's like, anytime you're walking into the medicine, and there has to be a deep level of respect and mm. also knowing who you're working with because this shit can really take you to other places. Damn. And yeah. The medicine stays in you for up to 10 days after. Mm. Oh, So wow. you feel like I came home both times feeling like I was still in a ceremony. You dream really? you're in a ceremony. <gasps> you're still working through stuff. You're oh, that's very, cool. You can be very traumatized. You can also be very light and airy. There's a lot that goes yeah. into it. Um, so having that respect for the plant and knowing that it's, truly like working inside of you to heal and like let go of things yeah um or bring them up to the surface like wow. to work on them it's a lot i always feel scared about doing it yeah did you feel scared before oh for sure yeah so scared what pushed you to do it like <laughs> i was tired of my own bullshit mm. and i I had chronic illness for 13 years, Mm. misdiagnosed, um, bedridden, had to give up my scholarship at USC playing volleyball, lost my identity, was working in television as a host forever, Mm -hmm. and very sick at the same time. Mm. So I would like go to Dodger Stadium and be there for 12 hours doing games, and then I would come home and want to die because I couldn't see straight. My body hurt. I was so tired. Mm. It was just like all these things. And then I was in crappy relationships Mm. or, you know... um, allowing myself to be the savior, the rescuer, Mm -hmm. and just like all these things. I was like, I want more for my life. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm meant for more. I'm tired of the rat race. I'm tired of being on the hamster wheel. I'm tired of being sick, like having this be my identity. And Mm -hmm. I just, I felt like I was ready to go deeper. Mm -hmm. And I I really felt called to it. And I just, I knew in terms. That's what they say, you feel called. Yeah. 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 You never want someone to convince you to do it. Like, like, oh, my girlfriend's going. I should go, too. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Um, You're asking for it. I felt called to it. But I also felt like spiritually I was being more aware of kind Mm -hmm. of what was good for me, what wasn't, like what I wanted to learn more about, how I wanted to expand and um, sort of have freedom. And I just felt like this was the right place to do wow. it. So. Did love come from this? Is yeah. d- you, you took ayahuasca and then soon after you fell in love? Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you I think that's related? I do. I think wow. that, so Connor and I, he's done um, a lot more ayahuasca than I have, but um, we both talked about the fact that coming into this, like neither of us were looking for it. Mm-hmm. I had just come out of a really long, mm-hmm. very, very serious relationship. Um, and he had been single for a couple years, but was like working through a lot. He had just moved here from Texas and just going through a lot of things. And we both felt like um, we did the work to create the space to allow for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And 
um, I think that in the medicine, we were both able to shed so much mm. and really get in tune with what we wanted mm-hmm. and finding our own voices and our purpose in life mm. and um, getting like really in touch with our hearts. And he even posted today this really funny thing about manifesting a partner or whatever, <laughs> manifesting yeah. love and how it can be a lot of bullshit because you manifest this like thing, right? And mm-hmm. is that even a real thing? You're manifesting something that is idealized mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like just getting clear about what you want that's yeah. really what manifesting is it all is, starts right? within yeah. you yeah. yeah we think that it's like this this magical list of things and this like fairy man is going to come out of the sky it's like <laughs> no that's no. not how it works yeah. but when you do manifest and you get clear and you write things down uh-huh. like these are the things that i really want this is the type of partnership this is how mm-hmm. i want it to feel mm-hmm. this is how i want to show mm-hmm. up for my partner then that person comes into your life. Yeah. I talk about like yeah. this energy swirling around you. There's no other option than for that to mm-hmm. come in. Yeah. And it's, that's what we did. It's asking for what you want and believing that you deserve yes. it, which yeah. is, I think, yeah. if you don't, yeah, yeah. If you don't believe you deserve it, you attract it. And then what it, you do believe you right, and then it could yeah. come and you could push it away mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's what I want, but I'm not ready for it. Right. But yeah, yeah, it's like half. Mm-hmm. so important yeah and I think it's being grounded in it like I definitely go up into the ethers and it's something that I've done a lot in ayahuasca which is really cool like I went to my soul home and like I'm up in like what's that water. we both just did yeah, the same reaction what's home? a soul home <laughs> soul home I guess you would describe as like where your soul started cool where it came from and you c- my understanding is that you can have different soul homes because okay. like your soul is kind of like a merging of all of this energy mm-hmm. and so the the night I went to my soul home, I had asked, I came in with intentions and I asked like, to show me how I can connect with spirit and the universe more, more directly. And I like melted into this place and Mm. I was just this blob of energy and it was Mm. like purple and pink and blue. Mm. And it was a very intense feminine energy, like really beautiful. But everyone, everyone, we weren't people, we were energy. Everyone Mm. was connected though. Mm. And so there was this connectedness that I feel like I had been longing for because I've always been the one like, I don't fit in. I don't belong. Yeah. And even with your birth. Yeah. 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 And so it was like this beautiful connectedness. And I don't know where I was going with that. What were we talking about? Soul home. Oh, yeah. Soul home. Um, What was I talking about? (laughs) Feminine. Because your soul is a merging of energy. Yeah. But why were we talking about feminine energy? I don't know. Mm. You found your soul home. We just wanted what? to know about yeah. like, what, a soul <laughs> what home is it. Is. Okay, well, whatever. It's <laughs> soul home is amazing, got it. <laughs> and it just it gives you like a sense of where you come from oh and that God. you're connected. Yes. Um, and just having that feminine energy felt just really good and really clear. Oh, I think yeah, I was talking cool. about being grounded in, yeah, in your you manifest. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. So I go into the ethers, and so I'm in ceremony, and I'm, like, literally gone. Mm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this didn't happen because he was on the other side of the room, but it's what I felt. <laughs> mm. Connor was, like, stroking my leg and oh. being like, okay, it's time to come home now. Oh. And I dropped back in, and I was back in the Maloka, which is the ceremony room, whoa. like, fully present. And I was like, whoa. And then it was like I melted back into another soul Mm. home. And I just kept leaving. And every time it was time for me to come back, I felt him touching my body and being like, all right, like it's time to come back. That's so sweet. And that's so beautiful because I knew that I needed someone to ground me. And Mm -hmm. I was very grounded in the way I asked for a partner Mm -hmm. moving Mm -hmm. forward, Mm -hmm. as was he. He Mm -hmm. really needed like a grounding feminine energy Mm -hmm. because he had kind of been all over the place and had never really experienced that. Mm -hmm. And I think so when people go to manifest if you can be grounded in that and be really clear, mm-hmm. that's yeah. when people are able to find that. When yeah. you're like, you know, 
we can get very woo woo, right? Yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. is super fun and I love that. Mm-hmm. But then you're you're asking for things that are just so kind of absurd mm-hmm. and so over the top and it's like, well, if he didn't meet all 25 of my list of criteria, mm-hmm. then he's not the person for me. And it's like, let's take a step back mm-hmm. and yeah. get really honest about what it is we're doing here. Yeah. 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 That's not fair. Yeah. yeah. To anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So how did you get into spirituality from sports broadcasting? That's like so different, yeah, I feel like. Different. I don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, different world, right? Yeah. I think for me, um, I was an athlete, mm-hmm. so I was around girls. I was bullied a ton when I was young. Mm-hmm. Girls would tell me to kill myself. Ugh. They would just be super jealous. I was very good. I was really mm-hmm. tall at, at, at a young age. Um, I was did you attractive. Play? What sport Volley- did you play? Volleyball. Okay. Yeah. And I think that um, I always kind of stood out and was like the kid that they didn't like, you yeah. know? And I was also like kind of a brat and I would be the teacher and like <laughs> try and take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. And like what kid wants someone to like be their mom mm, that's also yeah. 12, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. So I think that's, I started pushing away from being around women because mm. I was like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this. So then all I did was start hanging out with guys. I was hanging out with all the, the athletes at school, um, all of my boyfriend's friends. And then I got into sports, which is almost all men that mm-hmm. I was covering aside from the sparks. Mm-hmm. It was such a breath of fresh air when I was around chicks. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just, uh, it was not the best environment. Mm-hmm. I ran into some situations that were not very healthy and, mm-hmm. and productive for my life. And um, I started to feel like I had something more to offer mm-hmm. and that I had these abilities of interviewing people and getting them to tell me like their deepest, darkest secrets mm-hmm. and these like crazy ass stories that I would hear off camera so mm. often. And I was like, there's something to this. And I know that I am meant for something in this space, mm. but in a different way. Mm. And so I had been bedridden for like five months, super sick, um, right before I quit Oof. my job last year. And my body just shut down. And I started, and I, I don't know if you guys have felt this, but your body talks to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are always some warning signs and red flags. Yeah. And I had ignored them for 14 years. Yeah. And wow. then my body finally, I think from stress and like dealing with, you know, different situations at work and just being in a toxic environment and working crazy hours mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. my body was like, we are done. Mm, so yeah. since you haven't listened to us we'll for this long, down. we're shutting you down. Damn. And I just slept for like three months. Oof, and wow. I just started thinking about like, I was totally off social media. I went completely dark. <sighs> Mm. And I was just at home with mm. my ex-boyfriend and every day I was just on the couch and I'm like, who am I? Like, I don't even know who the fuck I am yeah. anymore. Who is this person I've become? Who yeah. is this girl who's like dying because she doesn't get attention from someone with an Instagram post? Mm. Like, who yeah. is this girl that is like putting on a show at work and then comes home and feels like a totally different person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm just trying to fit in and do what other people mm-hmm. want. And it was such a lack of authentic living on mm-hmm. my part. Mm-hmm. And so when I had the opportunity to go back to work, I said no. Mm. And I just started really doing deep dives into what does my own voice sound like? Because mm-hmm. I can only hear everyone else. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been making decisions based on other people's desires and wants. Mm-hmm. I have been living for likes and it has not been what I want. Mm-hmm. This has never been what I want. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is what took me deeper and deeper into spirituality mm. cool. because it was all about getting in tune with myself and finding my voice because mm-hmm. yeah. that's truly what I lost. And I think 
when you get in tune with your own voice, that is what takes you down this like beautiful path of spirituality yeah. Yeah. and, and the feminine and wanting, I really wanted to be around women again. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done with this like really intense masculine energy that mm-hmm. makes me mm-hmm. not really feel good about myself. Yeah. What yeah. if I surrounded myself by women who were like me that weren't trying to tear me down yeah. and tried to rise together. Yeah. And so that's kind of how it went. I love that. I'm so glad. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they say, breakdown to break through yeah. i don't think you mm-hmm. like i you know you don't need the breakdown hopefully but i don't know there's something beautiful in the breakdown yeah. like it seems to be kind of the story for all like witches which mm-hmm. is what yeah. we call empowered women yes. yeah so <laughs> women yeah. who have found their voice or are becoming empowered like yeah. there's some sort of story like that yeah. how did you get better are you are you better are you feeling yeah. better okay yeah, i feel great i don't even Good. say i'm sick anymore Good. It's great. yeah mm-hmm. so i think um it was like early last fall i woke up one day and i was like I don't think I'm sick anymore. I didn't even realize it. Like mm. it had just kind of happened. Yeah. And I started working with a functional medicine doctor mm-hmm. and an Ayurvedic doctor. Okay. And they were incredible at diagnosing me properly, mm. getting to the root of the problem, which mm. I had Epstein-Barr virus mm. and chronic fatigue syndrome, mm. SIBO, which is an intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So if you can imagine, it doesn't matter what you put in your body, it like freaks out. Because oh, there's an, like a, if you can, like candida. It's an overfeeding of all of these yeast and bacteria. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how healthy you eat. It's going to go crazy and the bacteria is just going to kind of overflow. And so I had that for years and didn't know. And so my digestive system was all messed up and I had holes in my stomach. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A lot of people live with that. So like 90 percent of people that have chronic illness or autoimmune disease have leaky gut, which is holes in your stomach, which is what causes the inflammation. Wow. Mm. So we dealt with all of that, changed my food. Mm -hmm. I did ozone therapy. Um, What's that? It's, you know, ozone, like the ozone. They take it and they put it in a bottle. It's like a gas. And then they take your blood and they do, it's like a... I don't know what you call it. It circulates out. Yeah, it's like a reverse IV, right? And so it pulls your blood out, takes it into the bottle, and you filter it 10 times, and it cleans your blood. So they use it to cure like Ebola and HIV Mm -hmm. and cancer and all this crazy stuff. It's super powerful. I did four of those, and like my whole world changed. That's amazing. And they basically haven't been sick since then. Wow, that's so great. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool. Uh, something you said in there when you were like, oh, you were like, I don't even say I'm sick anymore. Yeah. I think that's really huge. I don't say I'm B-R-O-K-E anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's literally right. won't mm-hmm. say it. I was like, yeah. why, why am I saying it so much? I literally had this article come out and set, sent a note back to the editor. And I was like, I have to change this part mm. of the passage because I jokingly called myself a B-R-O-K-E witch. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Yeah, I'm not going to keep affirming that. Yeah. Saying that, like, language is so important. Yeah, and I used to make self-deprecating jokes about yeah. being painfully single, and then I stopped doing that because I was like, the more I say it, the more real it it continues to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. It was like my whole... So I wrote a book when I left... Um, playing sports and it's called the transition every athlete's guide to life after sports because I had a really tough transition from playing sports into be a normal person because identity right exactly Mm -hmm. and no one talks about this all of my friends that were athletes went through it and none of us talked about it until I wrote the book and I had people like left and right calling me like these former USC football players like what the fuck I thought it was just me and I'm like yeah Yeah. exactly that's the problem (laughs) we don't talk about identity chefs shifts between anything it doesn't matter from from being a 21 year old girl in college to having a job from being not a mom to being a mom like all this shit right and so I went through that and 
I was coming out of being sick, but I had my 14 years of my world, mm. my life, almost m- half my life at that mm-hmm. point was wrapped up in being sick. Mm. I couldn't be social. I mm-hmm. didn't have sexual drive. I mm-hmm. was kind of a shitty girlfriend cause mm. I felt bad and I was crying and I was kind of crazy and codependent and mm. like, I couldn't eat food like other people and mm-hmm. I couldn't drink and I was in pain and I couldn't see. And it was like mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah. And I like let that perpetuate for so long that I got comfortable being like, oh yeah, I have chronic illness or I have fibromyalgia, which mm-hmm. is what they had told me for so long. Wow. And then all of a sudden it was like, who am I mm. without that? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Which is really scary because mm-hmm. then you have to look at your life and be like, wait a second, am I ready to be social? Am I going to drink? Am I going to go out? I'm not going to have any excuses. Because you weren't doing that with sports? No. And it's like, I get to be fun. What does that (laughs) mean? Oh, my God. Like, I don't have to go to bed at 8 o'clock. I can if I want, but I don't have to. It's just like all these things. Oh, I can have sex twice a day, and I can want it. Like, my sex drive right now is out of control. And I credit (laughs) some of that to Connor. But also because <laughs> it was so low for so long. Why? Like, yeah. Why did sports have no from chronic illness? Oh, whoa, whoa okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, just being sick, like that's yeah. one of the things that goes. Yeah, like, yeah. If you don't feel good. Why the fuck of do you course. want to have sex? Yeah. I never felt sexy. I just felt like shit. And yeah. so now I'm like, I can't get enough. And it's yeah. like that's because you feel good. Yeah, let that be. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like oh, there's something wrong or no. something weird. It's like allow yourself to not take on a new identity, but just be who you are and embrace what's happening in your life Mm -hmm. and let go of being attached. And I was always so black or white. I needed, uh, I needed Mm -hmm. to call something, something, you know, I needed Mm -hmm. to name it. I needed to own it had to be the thing. It's like, what if you just lived in this gray area? Like, this is how I feel today. And I'm going to go with that. And I don't need to have a title for it. And Mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Like it's such a different concept and it's really letting go of control. Mm -hmm. Surrender. But it's amazing. Oh man. Surrender has been such a huge, huge part of my journey, Mm -hmm. my spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting that that's what ayahuasca is all about. That surrender. Well, Mm -hmm. that was my intention for 2019 before Ah. I ever talked about doing Aya. And wow. so when I, I went in, yeah, they, yeah, people <laughs> so casual. Calling, I calling it that. They're like, oh god. <laughs> um, but my intention that first um, three days I did it with Kristen and Dennis, it was just I surrender, I surrender. Wow. The mm-hmm. second um, time I went in Costa Rica, I had like five intentions every night. I was asking questions like, show me this, mm-hmm. give me an answer for this. Mm-hmm. It was very different. But to your point, it's like everything is about surrender is yeah. what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'll like write Instagram caption. It's like this whole like long story yeah. about my life. And then at the end of the whole thing, it's always about surrendering <laughs> and letting go. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like yeah, yeah. trying to come up with a new point. But no, <laughs> it's, it's always back to that. Surrender. Yeah. yeah. I thought about writing. I forget if I even did this. No, I didn't. But in my last room I lived in, like, I was going to write surrender really big across the top of the wall so that like in the mirror I could see it. Yes. Like I was going to write it backwards. Oh, be, that's like, cool. beautiful. And then I could see it. But mm-hmm. anyways, it's in my mind. It exists. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I remember my coach at the time, um, I, we were, we were figuring out, okay, like so much about control, mm-hmm. so much about like, Ugh, I mean, how I how I wanted to be like friends with my ex. It's all like com- came down to control. It was mm-hmm. like I wanted people to like me, and I wanted you know a lot of external stuff that I don't know. I guess I assume you are a recovering perfectionist oh, like yes. me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like a lot of control stuff. Yeah. And um, I was like, I want to relinquish control, and she was like, Okay, but control is a like. Uh, let's not use that word. How about surrender? And that was mm. just like the first time I learned about mm. surrender because it was almost controlling to like call it relinquishing control. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard and 
a little intangible to explain. Yeah. But it was still a control thing to say, like, I'm relinquishing control. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it was it was too, like, tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that, like, aggressiveness that yeah. we don't need. Gotta control your controlling this. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. So exactly. what is surrendering like to you? How do you surrender? It's a conscious choice every yeah. day, mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. long. And it's yep. funny because when you're with someone else who's also deep in the work mm-hmm. and like really working on themselves mm-hmm. and being aware and like doing podcasts and reading books and mm-hmm. doing plant medicine and like just going in and being open, mm-hmm. you fucking trigger each other so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's like every time Connor and I make space for something new, something else comes up. Mm. And it's in a great way because we're both learning so much about ourselves at this point. But like even just past relationships, like we've had so many conversations about that because, you know, he talks about this all the time. Like we bring all of our past in with us, Mm -hmm. whether we want to bring Mm -hmm. it into this relationship or not, it's there. It it defines a lot of our actions and our beliefs about ourselves and relationships in general. And so as we are together and in the same living space and all of that, something's always coming up. And I, I joke with him about how exhausted I am all the time because every time we talk or every Mm. time I go to make a decision, I truly have to like take a beat Mm. and think about why am I making this decision? Mm. And is it the one that I want to make now Mm. for me? And it's surrendering this old version of myself that no longer suits me. And Mm -hmm. he does the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, am I bringing these words out because of something that this girl did to me five years ago and I'm still holding on to it? Mm. Or am I doing it because I'm being playful and I'm in the moment and this is something that would be fun and I want to share? Like, what does that look like? And for me, it's just every single time realizing that I don't have to stay attached and hold on to this old person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she wasn't happy. She wasn't having fun. She didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And she came from a place of fear and lack yeah mm-hmm. and it's just like letting go of that over and over and over again and n- you know n- not feeling chosen and not feeling mm-hmm. worthy and not feeling loved and all of these things it's like that's not my story anymore yeah so mm-hmm. I get to surrender to all of that and allow what's happening in front of me to be and it's just mm. it's a freedom it's a lightness mm-hmm. it's a fun and like yeah. laughter um, and it's just such a different feeling. So your surrender sounds a lot like internal within yourself. Like yeah. you're surrendering. You almost have like that executive past version. And you're like, I'm choosing to not listen to that, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. that's telling me. But I'm I'm being like sort of tapped into what I want now. Like more yeah. from your true self. Yeah. I had a microdose of mushrooms like <laughs> two weeks ago um which i did too early after doing ayahuasca so i don't remember <laughs> recommend that to anybody okay <laughs> however i did it and there was like a demon inside of me oh and i came like face to face with this demon and this demon was like telling me to jump off of the top of a building and like telling me that i'm horrible and i don't oh i'm not worthy no. of living and i'm a piece of shit and like oh, you think you're in such a fucking great... This is how it was talking to me. You think you're in such a fucking great relationship? Like, yeah, right, come back. Like, oh, you want to stand in the light? No, I'm bringing you back to the darkness. Like, fuck you. That's like your shadow self, like trying to trick yourself. And those girls that were bullying you when you were young. And I was just like... I mean, it was painful as hell. And it was so horrible. Yeah. But I felt like 
one my left arm was being pulled into this darkness and Ooh. like you get you can make this choice and my right arm was being pulled into the light and you can make this choice it's and like what do you want to do yeah and I was like fully letting go of this old thing mm -hmm. and just surrendering into what was coming because Ooh. my fear is that if I fully let go of all this stuff on my left what happens like it's so unknown mm -hmm. and I don't know it's like this free fall into something mm -hmm. I know this darkness so yeah, well like yeah. I've been living For in most hell of your life yeah that's yeah. like that's my jam right yeah. now you know yeah. yeah and I'm like but I don't want to be in that mm -hmm. yeah I'm consciously choosing yep. to not be in that mm -hmm. and I'm yep. surrendering to whatever is meant to be and that's mm -hmm. scary because yeah. even though it's a lot lighter and more beautiful it's unfamiliar we don't know it yeah yeah so it's hard yep yeah and I think that's um that's the work that's mm -hmm. practice that's building the muscle because like how you're saying right now you you each decision you kind of have to walk through where is this coming from what I want mm -hmm. eventually you just get you just get more aligned into your core more of the time. Mm -hmm. I think it's always like can come up or, or may always come up, um, but less and less. Yes. Like I feel like you're just less than a year into this journey of work mm -hmm. you've been diving into, right? Yeah. 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 So like it's, awesome. it's just the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to get better and better. Yeah. And I was telling someone the other day, I feel like I never recognize the old version of me mm. like I would mm. look into the mirror and I'd be like who are you I don't even know who you are mm -hmm. now I look at myself I'm like oh there you are like mm. there you are I know this version of that's me. so refreshing yeah. yeah and it's so it's almost like it's okay to let go of that old yeah. version because clearly that that just wasn't you yeah that was the mask you put on that was the girl you were mm -hmm. trying to be for everyone else mm -hmm. and you can put that mask down and you don't have to be that mm -hmm. anymore because this version this is you yeah. yeah and no one's asking you to be that old Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. like it's like every sort of like everyone was and society was in little ways, but really just sort of to survive and fit in mm -hmm. and like do what you think you thought was right. Yes. But really no one is like now that you're an adult, no mm -hmm. one's asking you to do that. Nope. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, have you read Pussy by Regina Thomas Hour? No. Okay. <sighs> Pussy or Reclamation okay. is like a book that changed both our lives mm -hmm. okay. and and gets and keeps you more in touch with yourself via your pussy. Love and it's that. amazing. Yeah. And you will love it. Yes. Like, I already know you're gonna <laughs> yeah. love okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> but um like we greet our pussies every morning and say hello gorgeous or good morning gorgeous. <laughs> and oh then it's God. just like this whole basically being in touch with your intuition as well, which mm -hmm. um, doesn't have to sit there for you, but it can. And mm -hmm. desire and sexuality desire. and all the stuff we yeah. were talking about earlier. Yeah. 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 And letting it be okay to want what you want. What is that. your sign? Are you an Aries? No. Libra? No. Cancer? No. Damn it. I'm out. Okay, do Rachel, do you have any guesses? Before I tell you? Scorpio? Sagittarius. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. I don't know signs that well. What does that mean? Like Sagittarius, my dad's a Sagittarius. I love okay. my dad, so you're okay. cool. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can stay. <laughs> no, I know Sagittarius. I mean, do you need a Palo Santo me yeah. real quick? Like, oh, you're Sagittarius? <laughs> uh, smudge no. you. No, I know Sagittarius, um, they love to have fun. They love to ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, perfect for your career. Yeah. yeah. What else? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know that much do you, do you know? Like, how's your experience with, with being a Sagittarius? Do you know? I mean, I feel like what I've read is, like, we're kind of fiery. Mm. Um, we can be controlling. Mm. Um, we like water. Mm. I don't know. Those are all totally true. <laughs> yeah. Me, okay. so yeah, I think yeah. it's like the more I learn actually is that you need to know like at, at least your um, 
sun, which is Sagittarius moon yeah. and rising. Cause like yeah. we live more in our moon and rising, but the sun is the core. So yeah, I know are, that's so. not off, not off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I have been told that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wonder <laughs> if your um, rising is an Aries. Cause I also was going to guess that you were an Aries. Mm. So that might be how you present your <gasps> rising is like how you come across. Okay. So yeah. how do I come across? Oh, in I, charge, yeah. fiery, like a good leader of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. But yeah. calm and chill and kind. <laughs> yeah. 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 Determined. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Focused and like um, well-spoken. Mm-hmm. Aries are like clear and oh. well-spoken. Yeah. That's so cool that you also thought maybe Aries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to look into this. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Let yeah. us know if yeah. you will. I will. Do uh, you that. do any witchy stuff like tarot or yoga or... I do smoking weed. I journal every day. (laughs) So uh, journaling changed my life. Cool. um, Coming out of my last relationship, he's amazing. Love him. Mm -hmm. Um, Wish him nothing but the best. But we went through a lot together, and it it was tough um, for both of us. And in December, um, as I was sort of like working out of that, I decided that I needed to get stuff off my chest. Mm. And I had been battling journaling my whole life because I knew what was going to happen. It's like knowing uh what's on the other side of the light. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh God, I know what's going to happen. Do I want to do it? And I finally did it. You were scared to open the... Yes, Pandora's box of witchiness, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so I started doing it and Mm. everything changed after that because that's when I really found my voice. That's when Mm. I I got a lot of that darkness out of me Mm -hmm. and like that sadness and Mm -hmm. I just cried and cried and cried. I was in Tulum just journaling for like a week just crying wow. and i was just like clearly this gotta come out of yeah me. and <laughs> it just kept opening up more and more and now every day i'm able to like channel now so mm-hmm. like i can have a conversation with my guides and like mm. my one of my guides is a black jaguar and i can like feel cool. him in, like on my ear talking to me Dope. it's only That's ever the awesome. right side yeah. and we like have conversations in my journaling oh so my i'll gosh. be journaling and i'll look at it when i'm done and it's not me saying I did this or this mm-hmm. is how I feel. It's like his message to me on the paper. Cool. So it's like you've you can do this or this is how you're gonna handle this or whatever. Yeah. Did oh the Jaguar God. only come in after ayahuasca? Yeah. Okay. Ah. Very cool. Yeah, it was Fuck really yeah. good. Have you always yeah. felt a connection to Jaguars? No, but Connor does. Okay. And Connor mm. has been a black jaguar and becomes a black jaguar in a lot of his ceremonies. Mm. And so the guy that was next to me in my ceremony, I had asked to meet my guides because I had never met them mm-hmm. before. And he became a black jaguar. And mm. I looked at him and I said, why is there a black jaguar here? And he was like, he just turned his head and looked at me and he goes, you asked to meet me. I'm your guide. And cool. I was like, get the fuck out. Connor's <laughs> a black jaguar. And he was like, I sent you Connor. Connor is your black oh. jaguar oh. on earth. I'm your black jaguar in the <gasps> spiritual realm. And the only reason you're able to see me now is because he has activated this ability in you. I was oh. like, this is so ridiculous. I love that. It was so cool. So just back on plant medicine for a second. Yeah. How we were talking about some people call it psychedelic, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't really use that word. I, the psychedelics I have done, I had that same thing with you where I felt that everything's connected. And mm. I feel like that's a really common experience within, I guess, any of these um, pl- like psychedelics or plant medicines mm-hmm. that open you up to, I think, seeing things that are always there we just can't see. Mm. Yes. Does that resonate with you? It does. And I think for me it was about coming to a place of connection, gratitude and humility. Mm-hmm. And that's what the connectedness was about. Mm-hmm. It was like you're no better than anyone. Yeah. And everyone is going through something difficult. Mm-hmm. And in reality you all came from the same energy. So that's like you recognize yourself and other people and yeah. that's why 
giving permission to someone else, you're giving it to yourself, but you're also activating like another energetic part of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why so often, like I'll see someone like Kristen, right. Who yeah. I just literally worship. <laughs> and I'm like, I love this about her. She gives me permission to be myself. And mm-hmm. now that I think about it, where I am now, I'm like, well, of course she does because we came from the same place Mm -hmm. and we're connected and her soul gives my soul permission Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And like, Mm -hmm. I see parts of myself in her because that literally is what it is. I know. I know. It's so cool. I really think that's true. I Mm -hmm. really think that like, we are kind of this like giant organism that's, that's like breathing and pulsing and we're just little extensions of all of mm-hmm. it but like we're all so much more connected than we realize oh like yeah the whole ego and i yeah. and separation mm-hmm. is so like mm-hmm. false and mm-hmm. just so human like well, and i think that it speaks to like our lack of patience and i mean i do this all the time mm-hmm. so i'm not s- holier than yeah. thou but like screaming at someone on the 405 i'm like <laughs> get the fuck out of my way and yeah. i'm like okay where are you going right yeah. now why right. do you care so much why are you freaking What's out on this random stranger it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. and like we lack patience but it's we're lacking patience with people that we're connected to Mm -hmm. so then you're lacking patience with yourself Mm -hmm. and it's just like this big circle we just keep going it yeah and we keep getting the same lesson over and over until Mm -hmm. you learn it of course Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's just yeah yeah. i've been um sort of practicing this belief that everyone's doing their best like i try to remember that in any impatience or situation like that because like you said, everyone mm-hmm. is going through something. So everyone's, I believe everyone's doing their best. Mm-hmm. Like I said to your parents' um, question at your dinner, mm-hmm. like, what would you say to, they, her dad asked, what would you say to parents? Sagittarius asking all the yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was like, I would say you're doing your best. Mm-hmm. Like, or you did your best. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that everyone's doing that. Yeah. It helps well, in situations where it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. And I think we all come into this life needing to learn certain lessons, mm-hmm. like whether it's stuff from past lives that you haven't been able to work through mm-hmm. or, you know, certain relationships that you have to, to work on, whatever it is, you come into that, this life with that. And yeah. so knowing that everyone is living that out and experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And so often it's not even their shit. Like they're mm-hmm. taking on ancestral trauma or like things from so long ago and I'm like why am I going to get mad at her when she could be dealing with something that doesn't even it's not even hers and maybe she doesn't do the work like we do or she's not as aware whatever Mm -hmm. it is it's not her path so she doesn't even understand why she's triggered and upset and maybe why she's a mean person and it's just like really sad it's just like why am I being yeah why am I being a jerk when she's struggling like that's not fair it's Mm -hmm. just like taking a beat and taking a breath and like showing people empathy and love and compassion and and knowing that everyone's going through yeah and we can only control ourselves and our own behaviors Mm -hmm. and thoughts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so journaling yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) do you do free association just like free thought or like three pages or how do you yeah I just write until I'm done like I just know when I'm done um and I have a journal that I created um, that has more prompts in it because m- a lot cool. of my community cool. is chronic illness. Mm. So it's connect. It's making the mind-body connection and understanding how our emotions and our thoughts and an- anxiety and stuff mm-hmm. can affect our physical body. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that, okay, I have a headache this day mm. and I was working through this experience. How is that connected? Mm. Um, and just getting more aware in that way. Um, so journaling has been huge. And then I do Oracle cards in the morning, cool. probably like three or four times a week. Okay. Cool. I love that. Um, yeah. is it Doreen virtue? No, I get, um, dang it. 
they're like pink ones. Cool. I can't think of who makes them. Okay. They're so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I'm getting, so a lot of times now. <laughs> She's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <tried>. <laughs> the black jaguar will like take over my arm. <gasps> and so when I'm journaling, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's my own yeah. hand or like I have control. But also when I, when I pull my cards, I just spread them out like mm-hmm. in a line. And I used to just kind of like feel for when my hand would get hot. And then mm. that's when I would pull one. Ooh. But the last few times I've done it, it's, I'm not even controlling my hand. It's like he moves it to where it needs to Whoa. go, and then I like pull the card, and I'm like, "Of course, that's the card." Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Um, <laughs> so that's been pretty cool. And that's I so like, cool. I mean, I sage in Palo Santo, but I don't okay. know that I really do anything. Yeah, else. Okay. super witch. Yeah, you're, you're a, a witch. basic witch like yes. us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Is it almost time? Are you feeling that? Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's time for what? a reading? Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. <gasps> awesome. Um, Ixchel medicine woman popped into my head earlier. Oh. I think, you know, just because we were talking, talking about, about medicine, plant medicine, yeah. but it'd be crazy if she came out. Mm. Um, I'm feeling compelled to draw. Amazing. So Sophia's going to do the reading. Follow this. <laughs> follow. Okay, let's start thinking. Do you have anything specific you want to ask about? I know. Usually I just say, show me what I need okay. to say. Cool. Yeah. Talk I like about that. surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just true, tell right? me. Like, yeah. I'm like, stop being so controlling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just show Kelly. Okay, I'm going to shuffle these. It's always fun to do it with girlfriends, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's staff came and stayed with me, and we did it every morning. We journaled. We oh. pulled cards. And I was like, this is so magical. Not yeah. just being alone doing it. Mm-hmm. Sharing in that. I love smoking oh weed gosh. and doing it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And any, like, circle of women, any mm-hmm. women yeah. together just amplifies the power. It's so insane. Much. Like, yeah. every, Yeah. Leah and Jane and my sister have like a power of three going mm. where we'll yeah, we call on each text other. Chain. Yeah, we have a text chain. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Everything okay, happens so in there. Take these. Okay. Um, are you left or right-handed? Right. So put them in your left hand. Okay. Then you're going to push them into your right hand. Just like touch every card and push it in. Kind of slide them so that they get your energy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and just, yeah, think about what you want to ask the cards. Well, we already in know, general, but yeah. yeah. And then when you're done that, flip them so that the faces are facing your heart. Okay. Fan them out. And then we'll do a deep inhale and hold it at the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, it feels so good up there at the hold. Mm-hmm. So peaceful. Mm-hmm. So... Move my inhaler. (laughs) 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 Ooh, this little guy. Okay. Holy shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, we literally have it on film. (laughs) We have it on film. Oh. I hope we we do it on video. She just pulled Ixchel. I'm sweating. Oh my god, that was Kelly. crazy! You saw Kelly. how it was just like, oh, yeah. it's that it one. It was like hidden too. <gasps> okay, okay, so Ixchel, medicine Kelly. woman. Ixchel, <laughs> I'm freaking out. That made my bronchitis act up. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Okay, it says, you are a channel for divine healing power. I'm like, this so is crazy. So can I tell you what's really funny? What? So uh-huh. I did a past life regression. Yeah. And I was the medicine woman of the village in like the 1700s. 
And in, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I saw this, that in like I saw October. a vision of this at the beginning of the episode. I'm so glad I fucking told you Yeah, guys. I'm glad too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. As she oh, does. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. He- heal her. Wow. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, I'll read, it. I'll read it. Oh my gosh. So. Describe the card for listeners, if you don't mind. So it's insane. this beautiful woman with really dark hair, kind of like mine. And <laughs> yeah. she has both of her hands up. Like she's like, uh, what is this called? Like, um, like, like surrender. Of, yeah, kind yeah. of surrender. Yeah. Um, but she's, she's like reaching up, up into yeah. the into the sky. Mm-hmm. And she's got this beautiful dress on and like this headdress mm-hmm. like with green and gold. She looks kind of Egyptian. Yeah. That's really cool. And yeah, there's like a good. storm above her with like a waterfall. Yeah, there's like all this electricity mm-hmm. coming from the sky. <sighs> I'm in shock. I'm still, yeah, I'm still like just before I can even read this, I'm like, you guys, wow, yeah. you're yeah. so you're so aligned mm-hmm. to have that come through. Yeah. And okay. so are you. <laughs> and so are you. Yeah. <laughs> the power of three, the damn power it. Of three, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. You are a channel for divine healing power. Message from Ixchel. Commanding power is not the same as demanding it. Demanding comes from a childlike place akin to a tantrum, based upon the fear that it might be withheld. Commanding is based upon the sure and steady knowledge that you are a part of the great spirit's grace and wisdom. You're a lightning rod that can conduct the power. Simply connect to the power through unyielding clarity of your thought process. So many goosebumps. Mm. Don't waver for a moment in your sure and steady decision to be a conduit of the power that already resides within you. Connect to the even bigger source and allow it to amplify your natural power. In this way, you're a steady connector of the infinite, from the infinite and to the infinite. In other words, it's all spirit all around you, through you, and to to whomever (laughs) you're healing. Wow. (gasps) Damn. And also, you were just talking about how you can channel now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have this coming through Mm -hmm. you already. Like, it's literally happening. Yeah. And that's new. That's, like, in the last couple weeks. Wild. Wow. Yeah. I was just laughing about how I moved the inhaler away and then pulled a card that's medicine. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Can you heal my knee? Yeah, I got you. Right okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Various meanings of the card. So whichever ones of these resonate for you. You're a healer. You're being healed. Mm-hmm. This situation and or your loved one is being healed. Honor your healing knowledge and abilities. Learn about healing. Teach the healing arts. Start or continue your healing practice. Mm. You're kind doing of doing all, all of those. Of that, like yeah. the journal you make, the book, mm-hmm. like all of that's part of it. Yeah. The medicine work is part of it. Yeah. The chronic, yeah. like, you know, healing from the chronic mm-hmm. illness and finding your way with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Is this bringing up anything new? No. Okay. Um, I think it's, it's for me just sometimes I doubt and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm. Like I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I have a podcast and like kind of figuring out the rest of the brand. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is crazy. And like, I'm putting on an event on October 5th. And so I'm doing it different than any other event I've been mm. to. And I keep thinking, are you crazy or stupid to do it like this? Mm-mm, and mm-mm. I'm just like, I keep having moments like this where it's like, nope, 
you're doing it. Yep. You're, you're just doing following you're doing your intuition in a more feminine way. Is yes. that why it's different? Yeah. yeah. And it's not, so we're doing it in this house and it's actually Kristen helped me get the house. Oh my God. <laughs> of course. Wow. So it's called the hummingbird temple. Cool. And it's, it has like a bajillion hand laid tiles, but they have a ceremony room that they wow. do ayahuasca in, in the house. Wait, I want to come. Yeah. yeah no, come. I want yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. I invite you anyway. Yes. After yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, so when you walk in, it's going to be like, it's of course sponsored, but it's not, signs everywhere yeah. every panel and conversation and the like magic morning journaling that my mm-hmm. girlfriend's doing everything is with sponsors but everything is so aligned and very organic mm. yeah i don't want You're to forcing walk, it i don't mm-hmm. walk into want to walk into this giant room that it just weird lights mm-hmm. and you just feel like you're being fed stuff and like buy this buy this yeah i want people especially women that have been sick or dealt with mm-hmm sexual assault or Mm -hmm. chronic illness i want them to feel like they're walking into a space where they feel very held Mm. and that's the feminine energy because that's what i needed when i was really sick yeah Yeah. to walk into a place where you're welcomed where you're seen and where you're held Mm -hmm. and then we got this house and i was like yeah of course (laughs) so like changed everything yeah yep yeah that's awesome aligned yeah. All right. A little bit about Ishchel. Okay. Are we pronouncing it right? Ishchel or oh, or Ishchel. All right. We're close enough. Ishchel has been revered since ancient times as the Mayan moon goddess, who with her husband, the sun god, gave birth to all the other Mayan gods. As the embodiment of the moon, Ishchel is in- intimately connected to the tides of the water. She's believed to control rain flow and all aspects of water. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. <laughs> In fact, she's called Lady Rainbow as her essence is infused in the water droplet prisms that create rainbows. As a mother goddess, Ishel helps with fertility and childbirth. She's also a powerful healer who remembers the origin of human life upon the planet. She can connect you to your foundational roots as a spiritual healer. Damn. I need to like get of something of her framed in my house. Yeah. yeah. Like ASAP. Yeah, this is so connected to <laughs> yeah. you. Really. Yeah. Wow. I'm still yeah. like in shock. That, that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can, but wow. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Oh yeah. my gosh, I really want to cool. put that. That matches. Yeah, so yeah. Well. And ambitions yeah. with healing. Yeah, amazing. That's so cool. Okay, do you have anything to plug? Of course, your podcast. Yeah, the podcast Ceremony Wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talk to a lot of different um, healers, practitioners I've worked with that have really impacted my life. Um, my doctors um, are all on there. Cool. People in the non toxic space so i'm super passionate about um teaching on how non-toxic products can Mm. benefit you um especially in the chronic illness world we don't realize especially with hormone issues and inflammation Mm. that stuff is really bad for you Mm. i didn't know that for a long time so a lot of people in that space and um connor and i do a bunch of episodes now on like relationships and ayahuasca and um stuff like that so it's super fun so ceremony wellness and then my event um you can get tickets it's called ceremony wellness live okay and it's an all-day event on october 5th so you can go to kellytennant.com slash live. We will be there. And you <laughs> are definitely coming. Yes. And then we end every episode with a basic blessing. So something we're grateful for. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful yeah. for conversations like this mm. and yeah. connecting with other women that mm. I feel very seen and supported by. Um, it yeah. feels amazing and really rejuvenating. Mm. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm feeling grateful for this guy that I'm seeing because he's very sweet to me and it's it's a new thing for me. Um, and it's really nice to be seen and appreciated and cherished. And he's kind of changing my view of men good. in a good way. Yeah. 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 
I'm grateful for the reminder about surrender. I just have to be, uh, I guess I'll be grateful to Jillian, my coach who introduced me to that idea. Mm. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you guys. This is so fun. (laughs) Best Sunday afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Easy witches.